Thank you, Captain. Come in. Gospel according to Luke. Then they arrived at the country, uh, the country of Gerasenes. I think is how you say that, Gerasenes, which is opposite Galilee. As he stepped out on land, a man of the city who had demons met him. For a long time he had worn no clothes, and he did not live in a house, but in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he fell down before him and shouted at the top of his voice, "What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me." For Jesus had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For many times it had seized him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles, but he would break the bonds and be driven by the demon into the wilds. Jesus then asked him, What is your name? He said, Legion, for many demons had entered him. They begged him not to order, not to order them to go back into the abyss. Now there on the hillside a large herd of swine was feeding, and the demons begged Jesus to let them Enter, the, enter these. So he gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the swine, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When the swine herds saw what had happened, they ran off and told it in the city and in the country. Then people came out to see what had happened, and when they came to Jesus, they found the man whom, from whom the demons had gone sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Those who had seen it told them how the one who had been possessed by demons had been healed. Then all the people of the surrounding country of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, for they were seized with great fear. So he got into the boat and returned. The man from whom the demons had gone begged that he might be with him, but Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. So he went away, proclaiming throughout the city how much Jesus had done for him. The true gospel of the Lord. Praise to the Lord, the word, the light. Okay, be seated, please. I say good afternoon to you. Happy Father's Day to everyone. One of the responsibilities of John the Baptist was to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children. If ever there was a time that this needed to happen, it is now. A pastor friend of mine passed out a piece of paper to his congregation that asked two questions. One, what is a father or a dad? And two, what does your father or dad mean to you? 
my pastor friend shared with me the responses of the seven people that filled out the form, and I'm going to let their responses help me preach my sermon today as we honor our fathers. Let me begin by reading, reading something to you by one of those that responded, titled, What is Fatherhood? She wrote, Fatherhood is getting to go anywhere you want to for Father's Day, getting to drive there, and even getting to pay the bill. It is getting up in the middle of the night to see what the noise was outside when you'd really rather stay in bed and hide like everyone else. It's the best exercise in the, exercise in the, world, exercise in the world to buy all those toys you wanted as a child and never got. It's catching yourself watching cartoons when no one else is home and enjoying them. It's biting your tongue and remembering to be a good example when someone cuts you off on the highway. It's playing Santa at midnight on Christmas Eve, then paying for the privileges at 22% interest for 36 consecutive months. It's assembling toys that require one screwdriver and a nuclear physicist to assemble. It's praying for, hoping for, and anxiously looking forward to the day when your kids will be out of the house and on their own, and then trying to postpone that day as long as possible when it approaches. It's carrying sleepy kids into the house that you're too tired, when you're too tired to even carry yourself in. Yes, fatherhood is sometimes a thankless job of fixing kites, breaking up fights, wiping up chocolate milk. It's dental bills, broken arms, and skateboards. But today, Dad, we want to say we appreciate you and all you do. Once again, one of the responsibilities of John the Baptist was to turn the hearts of fathers to the children. And like I said, if there's ever a time that we needed that to happen, it is now. I know we talk of how the hand that rocks the cradle is the hand that controls the world, and we were talking about mothers. But I would like to suggest to you that the reason the world and the reason this nation and the reason the church is in the, in the condition it is in is because of our fathers. Fathers who don't have the hearts turned to their children. Fathers who have never put their arm around their child and told them that they love them. Fathers who have never showed their emotions in front of their, of their children. They've never even, most of them never even seen their father cry. Fathers who have never taken their children to church or sent them to Sunday school and didn't go with them. Fathers who have walked out on the family. Fathers who have never led their children in prayer or never prayed for them. Fathers who have, t have time for everything in the world, but never have time for their children. Now let me share with you some of the answers to the questions that were asked. What is a father or a dad? One of the congregants said, a person that loves and takes care of you. Another said, a father is someone who cares about you. They spend time with you and love you. But most importantly, a father should live a life as an example to their child. A father is a special person in your life. Another said, a dad is someone who loves you no matter what, who takes care of you, who provides for you, who spends time with you, even though he'd rather be doing something else. Another said, a father is someone you look up to no matter how tall you grow. He is supposed to set the godly example before his children. Another said, a dad is someone who loves you, takes care of you, and supports you no matter what. And finally, another said, A dad is a male role model who is always there, not only in the good times, but the bad times as well. He is someone who loves you with all his heart and would do anything to make you happy. The father commanded a high position in the family of Old Testament times. His word was law. In addition, the Hebrew word translated into English as husband actually means lord or master or owner or possessor. Because of this position, because of his position, uh, shared to some degree with his wife, a man was expected to be treated as royalty by the rest of the family. 
The fifth commandment carries the idea of the importance of the parents one step further when it states, honor your father and your mother. The word honor often refers to one's response to God. In other words, the commandment suggests that the parent should receive a recognition similar to, the given, similar to that given to God. Along with the honor of the position as head of the family, the father was expected to assume certain responsibilities. These responsibilities can be classified into three categories, which I believe was seen in the response of the question that was asked. Spiritual, social, and economic. First of all, the father was responsible for the spiritual well-being of the family, as well as the individual members of the family. In the earliest ages, the father uh, functioned as the priest of his family, sacrificing on their behalf. Later, when a, priesthood, when a priesthood was established in Israel and the layman no longer functioned as an altar, at an altar, the father's spiritual role was redefined. He continued to be the religious leader at home. This involved the training of the children in godliness. From Proverbs 22, verse 6, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. The Living Bible puts it this way, Teach a child to choose the right path, and when he is older, he will remain upon it. Socially, the father's responsibility was to see that no one took advantage of any members of his family. Those who were not protected by a father were truly disadvantaged persons. The two most common categories of fatherless people were widows and orphans. Four specific duties of a father toward his son, as stated in the Jewish writings, were to have his son circumcised, to pass on his inheritance to his firstborn son, to find his son a wife, and to teach him a trade. Economically, the father was to provide for the needs of the various members of his family. From time to time, however, a lazy person failed to provide for his family. Conscientious men sought to mock the lazy man, shaming him to do what was expected of him. From Proverbs chapter 6, verse uh, 6 through 11, Take a lesson from, your, from the ants, you lazy fellow. Learn from their ways and be wise. For though they have no king to make them work, yet they labor hard all summer, gathering food for the winter. But you... All you do is sleep. When will you wake up? Let me sleep a little longer. Sure, just a little more. And as you sleep, poverty creeps upon you like a robber and destroys you. Uh, want attacks you in full, in full armor. The Apostle Paul rebuked those who consider themselves Christian but who did not look after the needs of their families. From 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 8. But if anyone does not provide for his own, especially for those of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. The Living Bible says, But anyone who won't care for his own relatives when they need help, especially those living in his own family, has no right to say he's a Christian. Such a person is worse than the heathen. Also, we learn not only from the responses of those who responded from the questions that my pastor friend asked, but we learn from the scripture that fathers are to be an example, a godly example to follow. Two scripture references, one bad and the other good. From 1 Kings chapter 15, verse 25 and 26. Now, Nadab, the son of Jero, Jero, Jeroboam, became king over Israel in the second year of Asa, king of Judah. And he reigned over Israel two years. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord and walked in the way of his father. And, his, and, his, and in his sin by which he made, uh, he made Israel sin. From 1 Kings chapter 15, verse 1-3. In the twenty-seventh year of Jeroboam, king of Israel, Azariah, the son of Amaziah, king of Judah, became king. He was 16 years old when he became king, and he re re resigned, excuse me, he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jechaliah of Jerusalem. 
and he did what was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father Amaziah had done. It's important that we be good examples because of what, uh, because of what happened to Judah and what is said concerning their sin. The sin of Judah is written with a pin of iron, with the point of a diamond. It is engraved on the tablet of their heart and on the horns of your altars. Now, let me close with a tribute to the fathers who's, who re, uh, of those who responded to the questions. What does your father or dad mean to you? One said, he takes good care of me. If I want something, he will get it for me, and he comforts me. Another said, my dad is my friend. He is someone who I joke with and love. And yet another, he is a special person. One said, my dad is deceased, but I remember how much he loved not only me, but all of his other children. He did not always say it in words, but in his actions. He took care of and provided for us in good times and in bad times. Another said, my dad means the world to me. He loves me and supports me. My dad has set the example and the way before me. He is a Christian and I will always look up to my dad. Another said, my father means the world to me. I love him very much. And yet another said, my dad means everything to me. I'm his little girl who, who enjoys spending time with him, especially when fishing. I appreciate that I have a dad because my dad basically grew up without one. I wouldn't trade my dad for anything in this world. My dad is a great role model and a very good person to look up to. Happy Father's Day. Amen. All right. It is time for everybody's favorite part of the service, the, the announcements. announcements. That would be the announcements. That's correct. All right. Here we go. Got the PowerPoint back working this week. Barely, but we did get it. I don't know what's going on with the Mac. It's just kind of acting up on us. Okay. Pray at DallasRealC.com. Pray at DallasRealC.com. If you have a prayer request, that's where you want to give it to. Pray at DallasRealC.com. You can leave your name or you can remain anonymous. Uh, we pray every day here at Dallas Universal Life Church. You could ask that we pray during our regular prayers during the week, or you can ask that your prayer be said during the prayers and intercession during our regular service on Sundays. Pray at DallasRealC.com. Compliments, concerns, suggestions, or complaints. Compliments, concerns, just complaints. If you've got one of those, you need one of these. That's an email address. Feedback at DallasVLC.com is on this shoulder now, isn't it? Feedback at DallasVLC.com. Uh, just send us an email. We take those very seriously, and we do appreciate all of the compliments, concerns, suggestions, complaints you have for us. Did you know we had a podcast? We have a podcast. We have a podcast. We do have a podcast. And let me tell you something. Going to the parade helped. Yeah. It bumped up our, our, our website and our podcast uh, uh, stuff has jumped up. So, yes, it does help. Cool. Let me get some all more people. Right. Now we get some more butts in the seats. We'll be in a better place. Okay, let's get some more people saved. Or how about that? All right. Check out our podcast. If you haven't done so, please do so. I say it, I say it every week. It's different listening to the podcast than it is being here in person or listening on YouTube or anything else. You catch something different. I don't know why. It just is. Call me I'm crazy, but I, I really think that's the case. Right. Yeah, you might ask, how do I check out your podcast, Bishop? Well, that's very simple. You just go to your favorite browser and type in Your Path with Bishop Mark. Your Path with Bishop Mark. Or you ask Alexa, hey, Alexa, play Your Path. Very simple. Alexa, play Your Path. And she'll play Your Path with Bishop Mark. Or you can go check out one of these wonderful providers that provides our service for free. And that would be Anchor by Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, CastBox, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and tune in. Please check them out. You know, you can make a difference. We are a 
Church of Volunteers. None of us here take a salary. None of us take a salary. And the only way we stay alive is through your donations. If you have it in your heart, if you have it ability, the ability to, if you feel that we are on the right path to, to giving and teaching this message of all-inclusive love that God has offered us, please consider making a donation to Dallas Universal Life Church. It's very simple. You just go to DallasVLC.com and click on Donate. Here we are, a 501c3 charity. It is completely tax-deductible, and we would appreciate your help. We need your help to keep the doors open. Thank you. You can also make a difference because a lot of times people come in and they say, Victor, I don't have any money. Well, guess what? I don't have any money either. So what you do what I do. You volunteer. Now, I don't, I don't suggest that you volunteer the, the 160 hours a week that I volunteer. Is that how many hours in a week? I don't know how many hours in a week. I work, I work a lot of hours during the week, though. So <laughs> not, I don't suggest you do that, but come in and volunteer with us. Um, it's a good way for new people to get to know, know each other and to know your congregants. It's a great way to give back to the, your church, and we could use your help. So please, go to DallasFuelC.com and click on Volunteer. There's a list of the positions we have available. If you don't like one of those, come on in anyway. We've got plenty to do, and we always like new ideas. Or you can also sign up with me, of course. So come check us out. Come volunteer with us. Also, we take donations. Yes. You know, folks, the pandemic's not over. I don't care what everything's going back to work and getting everything back to normal. It's still out there and it's still killing people. So please be aware of that. Um, make sure that you have gotten your vaccinations and your boosters that you need to get. I am due my next booster, so I do have to get that soon. Just let everybody know. Um, there's a booster? There's another booster, second booster. Second booster? Mm -hmm. Now listen, why, how long was that song? 20 seconds. Why? Because the That is the minimum amount of time it takes to kill the viruses on your hands like the coronavirus, okay? If you don't wash your hands for at least 20 seconds with soap and water, you're wasting your time, you're wasting your soap, and you're wasting your water. And you're probably killing people. Seriously, wash your hands. 20 seconds. Wear your mask if you, feel, if you still feel comfortable doing so. Practice your social distancing. Go get your vaccinations. Please, let's put this, let's get this behind us. I'm tired of it. I know y'all are too. And I'm tired of playing that song. I'm really getting over it. So, you know, let's move on. All right. All right, we're going to try this one more time. <laughs> Next Sunday. We're going to have the elections for board of directors. That's it. We've got to do it next Sunday. So if you would like to run for the board of directors, please let me know. Okay? That's all you have to do. Gavin's throwing his hat in. I know Don's throwing his hat in. I'm so that's right. You don't have to be here. You're, you're, we, well, I'll allow you to vote. I'll, I'll allow you to vote in absentia for yourself if you, or for whoever you want to vote for. I'll allow that. Is that, is that okay with you, Gavin? Yes, okay. All right. Moving on. Guess what? What? We need to eat pizza. We'll just rise for our dismissal. <laughs>